Most of us walk in the physical world 70% of the time and in the spiritual world only 30%. This is not how we should be living our lives. Ideally, you'll want to shift that walk the other way. This is To Win Within with Strom Thomason. If you're trying to really live your life instead of just going through the motions, you've come to the exact right place. Now, here is your host, Strom Thomason. Good afternoon to everyone. Today, I'm embarking on a new part of my journey. I have a guest caller on. Her name is Amber. Amber, say hello. Thank you for having me. Oh, absolutely. Um, And we're going to be discussing a little bit of kind of our journey together and our and our counseling sessions and some of the things that um, that Amber's put to application and some of the things that she's seen, because a lot of it's very similar. It happens in different times. But some of the things that we go through when we're transitioning from that place of judgment where egos involved and and we're discerning everything through that filter to coming to a place of spirit and so there may be different times that people go through different feelings or emotions but it'll kind of give you an idea of how that journey goes and how it, how, how it processes out in your life and how, how it can affect everybody that's in your life when you transition from that place of ego to spirit. And so um, I, I met Amber through a friend and um, the first time I met her, I whenever I encounter somebody, it doesn't matter if it's at the grocery store or just anywhere, just in life, I'm, I'm open to hear people's story and to hear what they're they're thinking and 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 when I met Amber I felt an incredible energy and I didn't know if I would ever see her again like I didn't know how it all unfold and I didn't have any preconceived notions so I was just like up front just bam being myself being open asking questions you know getting from the get-go because I think you can have an impact on on anyone's life when you're coming from a place of love and you're coming from a place of trying to share with them finding themselves. And so in that first meeting, it was like kind of direct and um, kind of in spirits, infinite wisdom, the things that we don't think about, the, the, the times that we're not trying to process things through our brain. It's amazing how that approach for you, Amber, was was exactly it hit the mark. And it wasn't like I was planning on that. It was just being there. Yeah. Um, you know, I woke up in, in August of 2017. I woke up on my 30th birthday and, and I looked around and I just had this strong feeling of almost defeat. My life wasn't where I wanted it to be. And I decided I wanted a life coach. (laughs) And and I know because when I bumped into you by total accident, you were like, hi, I'm a life coach. (laughs) And I said, oh my God, I've been wanting a life coach. I've been needing this. And you looked at me and you said, before you said anything else, you said, thank yourself for manifesting this. You made this happen. 
And you did take a very direct approach to me, which was what I needed. You know, I told you that I had just been flooded out by Harvey. My mom had been in the hospital and ICU. I was going through an ugly divorce. I mean, just felt like things were falling apart. And um, I always felt like I'm this big, mighty warrior, right? And you looked at me and you said, (laughs) you have hero complex and you manifest (laughs) problems to conquer them and validate yourself. And instantly I knew it was truth. There was just this instant connection and truth in what you had to say to me. Yeah, I think I think for, you know, just for timing things that happen in life, I think at that particular time, I was being aware of who I was and knew what I wanted to do and how I wanted to share it with people. But one of the reasons why I say to people, if, if something like that happens, it's, it's not a coincidence. Your brain wants to tell you that it's just some random circumstance and it's a coincidence and lucky you. But in all reality, you had to want that. You had to be open to listen. You, you were drawing that in. And that's kind of how those two energies meet and they connected. And it's, it's funny because, you know, we've talked and we've never really gone into depth about how it happened, but it's, it's amazing to me to hear what I said to you in those moments, because if they were my own thoughts, they were just like something that I was like reading you and I was really good at just seeing the different parts of somebody's personality instantly, then I would be able to remember them all. But since they were coming through me to you, they weren't my own. They weren't created by my mind to say, and so I don't remember them. So when you say just in that little insert of expressing how you felt and what I said in those moments, it like brings a smile to my face because I think to myself, wow, you know, my brain goes, oh, that was like right direct. That was right in your face. That's brutal honesty. And that's what you needed. Absolutely. And I knew when you spoke those words to me, they they weren't just you reading me. You know, I knew it from source. I could feel it. And there was no way you could have known that about me without channeling source. Yeah. And just being open to it. But the fact that, you know, and I think this is important because you'll, you'll run into people in your lifetime when, and I know that you and I have shared a lot and we've made such amazing progress and, you know, the world looks different. And when you try to express that sometimes to people, you know, it's, it's really important that they're in the place of receiving it because, if you're not in that place of receiving it, you can hear the most amazing things in the world and they're not going to register you because you're too caught up in the white noise of your ego and your filter and what you're stressing about or what you're holding on to. At that moment, you didn't say, I want all the answers. You said, I want to begin this journey. I want to know who I am. I want to, I know there's more to life than what I'm leading. And so when you met me, it was like, I was like, here, here it is. Here's some information. And you didn't even live where I lived. You lived somewhere else. And so that connection to be able to find that it's really important to confirm those moments that you were a part of it. Absolutely. And it all has to do, as you said, with being open to the experience. Yeah. Yeah, it really, it really, 
it really matters as far as opening up. If you're going to be in that place of receiving, then by all means, like go seek it out and you'll find it. It'll come to you not when you perceive it should be there. And the more impatience that you have with something, the more you're blocking receiving the answer to that question. You're not hearing, you're not focusing on it. And at that moment, you were really ready and open to it. And I remember I said things that I felt that were going to kind of shock you or, or, or kind of get you off balance. And you didn't even blink. You just were, oh my gosh, you'd start laughing and you got into it. And mm-hmm. that was really the beginning of that journey for you. And it's just expanded so much. Like it wasn't nothing that I really presented to you. They were truths and you saw those truths and you felt those truths. And once that became a place of, okay, he doesn't know these things about me, but he's saying these things. And I feel like I'm being talked to about the truth. And you opened up even more, and it since then it's just been it's been an incredible journey. I'm so proud it's of you. It's been an incredible journey. Thank you. <laughs> so for you, when when we first started talking, and we were we were, and I can't remember how long it was from that moment until the time that we talked, but we talked about kind of discovering who you are through having that quiet time, that meditation, the 432 music. Mm-hmm. I remember when we first started talking, your your daughter was then maybe having trouble sleeping. And yeah. I asked you to to put on 432 music in your meditation, but also when you were you were sleeping to get that frequency to kind of open up your spirituality and quiet the mind. Tell us a little bit about your experience with that, having that kind of homework sure. done and what the, what the results were of it. Sure. So um, I think prior to this tool you gave me, you know, with the 432 hertz music, um, right. I, I was just very high strung on edge and I felt like I'm constantly battling something, right? And it's tiring to feel that way, both physically, emotionally, um, and mentally, and my daughter, she was having trouble sleeping, like you said, and you had made this recommendation of listening to the 432 hertz while I meditate and while I sleep, and so I tried it one night, you know, I, she was in bed with me, and I said, we're going to listen to this music, she's 10, and I put it on, and we fell asleep, and I remember just falling asleep so peacefully, and for whatever reason, in the middle of the night, the music changed to something on my playlist. And the song it played, it changed to was a very soft, mellow song. I mean, it shouldn't have woken us up. But within seconds of the intro of that song, my daughter and I were both awake. And she's like, Mom, can you put the other music back on? And it was so obvious that this had a physical impact on us. And as I started to meditate with it, I found it a lot easier to to go to that place and to kind of shed the this reality, you know, and I can tell you now I listen to 432 Hertz music every night before I go to sleep. I take your (laughs) advice. I try to go to sleep with an intention for the night and uh, same with my meditation. It's, 
I listen to it, you know, several hours a day on average. And I can tell you a lot of my anxiety is gone. A lot of my fears have turned to confidence. I don't feel like I'm fighting the world so much as I'm on my journey and discovering truth. And it's amazing how just that sound, you know, those sounds just release you. Yeah, it's such a calming effect. And, you know, I, I did I did a show um, and I referenced um, some of the things that I had told you about as far as like different frequencies of music um, were like played towards cups of water. And then the scientist froze those cups of water after being in that, those frequencies. And the, the frequencies that didn't resonate at all with anything on this planet. They were just frequencies that were made up. Those crystals that were formed and that water freezing were all distorted. But the ones that were of 432 or of a frequency on this planet that rains, those those crystals were beautiful. They were perfect. They were in geometrical shapes. And so, you know, my thought when I discovered this was we're made up of a very high percentage, like, I don't know, 70, 80% water in our bodies. And so if you really think about it, if you listen to music, whether it's on the radio and it's tuned to a frequency that, that literally A is 440 and there's nothing that resonates at that frequency, you're in constant disruption. Your, your body is off. There's this feeling of uh, panic and hysteria and it, there is no calming effect to it. So understanding how music could work for you, I just thought there's no way to have somebody understand this unless they experience it. Right. And, and let me tell you, if you're listening to the show and you want a tangible, something tangible that you can do, you know, I understand the thought of meditation is kind of out there for some people. It's, it's right. kind of hard to really understand right. or get into play some 432 Hertz. There is, there's no denying that it's different from anything else you've experienced. There's an instant peace and calm about it. It's a tangible tool. Yeah, I mean, I, I've talked also in reference to um, to journaling, um, mm -hmm. but for some people, I've noticed, you know, different individuals find that harder to do. You know, to be able to sit down and write about how you're feeling in those moments. A lot of people because they're going through the comfort of the dysfunction of their life, it's hard for them just to create a habit that's that foreign to all the other things that they've got going on that they haven't done or they want to do to just stop everything and do that. And so in, in doing that, you can become very aware of ego because when you write those things down and you go back and you read them, you're like, okay, now I see what my mindset was. But the beautiful thing about the 432 is it doesn't make any difference what mindset you're in. It doesn't matter what, what place you're in. You'll feel a difference. There'll be a, a cognitive and a spiritual response to experiencing that. And yeah. I love the fact that your daughter didn't even question it. You know, it, the, 
children are so much more open to things and you know we all should be more childlike in our response to how we perceive the world and to be open and inquisitive to it and i love the fact that she was like just put whatever that was back on like i know you it know i like it and i don't question from, it as we came home sunday um we'd gone to church that morning and done some things and i was tired and i was like can we take a nap can we have like a sunday afternoon <sighs> nap and she told me nice. You know, part of our, our struggle with her sleeping was that she wanted to sleep with me all the time. So she told me, right. yeah, but I'm going to sleep in my room for my nap. And <sighs> she went and put on 432 hertz in her own <laughs> room by herself for her afternoon nap. And I was like, when? Come on. Wow. But that's so, such a so special gift. Yeah. Well, she doesn't, she doesn't question it. You know, when you're that young, you just like, does this work? It does. Does what has to make me feel good? I'm doing it. There is no, why does this, Uh yeah, I think that's amazing. I think that's incredible that that's had an impact. And that's why I say that, you know, when you're going through this journey, you know, this awakening, there has to be action involved. You heard something that I said, and something that I talked with you about, and then you immediately went out and applied it. You took action and then evaluated what that action meant. And we'll get more into the rest and continue this this journey that we've been on together and describe it uh, right after this break. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. What makes someone successful in their field? On Transformational Energy Leadership, Dr. Matthew Allen Woolsey speaks to amazing guests who share their ideas, advice, tips, and tricks as to what defines success for them. The result is positive transformation for you. You'll learn that personal energy is the key to make it work. And you'll hear through actual examples how to bring that positive transformation to life. Listen live every Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time on Voice America Empowerment. It's time to live the life of inner peace that you deserve. Tune in every week for Sacred Exploration with host Lisa Tremont Oda. You can discover the you that has been kept hidden all this time. Show off your personal gifts to the world. Lisa and her guests will combine health and spirituality to bring you the experience that you've been waiting for. You'll enjoy this journey every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time and 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's sure to be a nourishing experience. We hear just be you a lot these days. But who are you? What is an authentic life? The answer to these questions and more will be answered on The Authentic Living Show, hosted by Andrea Matthews. Andrea will interview some of today's spiritual, psychological experts and will provide her own wisdom to help you raise your consciousness to the level of your I am. Listen for Authentic Living with Andrea Matthews. Heard live every Wednesday afternoon at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Who are you, really? Are you the person you want to be, or are you the person that others want you to be? Think about that. We don't always recognize our gifts and potential because we stick to old methods of being and do what others in our lives tell us. It's time to break through. Listen for Rediscovering the Magic of Being with Marja. 
Each program connects you back to whom you were meant to be every Tuesday at 7 a.m. Pacific Time and 10 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Tune in. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. You are listening to To Win Within. To reach Strom Thomason or his guests today, please call in to 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to stromsworld at yahoo.com. Now back to this week's show. Okay, we're back. And we were talking about 432 uh, music. There's different frequencies of it. I, I encourage everyone to go onto YouTube and look up relaxation music, and sometimes they'll have it in Tibetan bowls or piano or different different ways of of experiencing it. But um, you know, in this journey, I always look at it as when I'm talking to somebody, whether it's Amber or anybody else, that once you go down this path of discovery it's really important to share it with others, other people in your family, other people at work, you know, other people at church. It doesn't matter. You want to share this experience of people opening up to things that they have not yet themselves discovered and it helps them find themselves. So you're just, you're just passing it on. We're all part of this everything that we're going through is, is a collective thing and we're all connected. So it's really important that you share that. And the 432 is something that is, is an easy share. And so one of the other aspects, um, and I, I kind of hit on it before earlier was, was journaling. Um, in, in, in your experience, Amber, with journaling, um, what did you find as you kind of, because you're 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 a really good writer anyway, so that was something that you were born with as a gift. Yes, um, you know, I think I shared with you early on that writing was a passion of mine. It really wasn't as big a part of my life as maybe I would like it to be. And you had suggested yeah. I start journaling and writing, and and you were very adamant about it. And I I feel almost like I was resistant at first. It, it felt kind of silly because, I mean, listen, we've all got emails we've got to send, we've got kids we got to pick up from. <laughs> I mean, to commit the time to sit down and be vulnerable on pen and paper, it's, it's kind of difficult to, to do. But once I started doing it, I, I really started finding truth in what was going on in my life and, and how I could help others. As you said, that journaling your experiences relates you. When you go back and you look at it, it relates you to everybody else around you. And it gives you an understanding of where you're at and where you're going. You know, now... I'm journaling regularly. I'm working on a book about women's empowerment and, and nice. my journey through it. And, and I can say it's been very instrumental for me. And it helps me walk in the spirit even when I'm not journaling. Nice. So did you, were you surprised? I mean, because you're, you're a highly intelligent woman. Were you surprised 
at some of your thoughts? I was. You know, there there are moments when I will get so deep that I move to tears, you know, and I'm surprised because you don't go in with that intention when you sit down right. like, you know, and what surprised right. me even more is the deeper in I, the deeper I dug into myself through my writing, the more I manifested opportunities for writing. And I started getting contacted to do copywriting for people and copywriting for brands. And for me, I didn't, think that that was something that was going to happen in my career. I didn't see that happening. So, yeah, I, I would yeah. say this was huge for me. The discoveries and the manifestations just from writing was huge. It kind of opened up a whole new facet that was already there. It had always been there. But literally the point in which, you know, it's, it's funny sometimes because, and, and not everybody has this ability. I don't know that I have it as far as writing. I can do it when I speak. But you know, you give your brain something to do. Like you're, 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 you're kind of in a place where you start to, the, the physical act of writing, like is like a good distraction for it. And it almost like is a catalyst for that meditation or that deep place and you're writing it through. And so when you're in, when you're in that place and you're thinking those thoughts, you're really in meditation, you're opening yourself up. You're just, it's like a distraction for your brain and there is there's something that is created as far as as far as energy to where you present that in more of a form. If you're thinking, you know, you're enjoying writing and you're expressing yourself, well, that's going out in the universe. And then you start getting people that are calling you about it. And then you start wanting to write a book. And and this talent that you have is like in service. Yeah. Yeah, it, it felt so good, Strom. It felt so good to really hone this, you know, and grow it and grow with it and to have other people recognize that it was a strength of mine and not just something I enjoyed. Yeah, I, re I remember reading something that you wrote and immediately feeling that the impact of what you were creating and the way that you delivered it, it, it was a special gift. And I, I felt so much energy shared with you in that moment of awakening that. And mm -hmm. other people that are in your lives will notice those things about you, that development. You're, you're expanding beyond your body when you're doing these things of getting to know spirit and being in that place of discovery. So I, I think it's amazing. I think your writing's incredible, and I'm, I'm really happy that those facets worked for you. Did you, did you ever kind of have, have you gotten into writing? Like, I know you're writing like like a book, but was there anything that was a, expressive thoughts, like something you were going through, like when we first met, you hadn't had a divorce yet, and you were working mm -hmm. through it. Did you ever use oh. your writing in those moments? Yes, yes. And, you know, it's funny you bring that up because when I met you, I was going through this divorce and I couldn't get it done with fast enough. And, and <laughs> to just put it out there and be honest, my marriage, it was nasty. I mean, my right. husband struggled with alcoholism. There was domestic abuse. There was just a lot of bad things. And there was so much hurt and anger in me about it. So much failure, it felt like. Right. And as I wrote about it, 
my feelings changed. And actually, the divorce was finalized today. And I look, I look at it and I think, today, I let go with peace and love. And I let my husband go knowing that, knowing in full faith, we're going to have better lives apart. And I feel good about it. If I would have gotten the divorce prior to being able to work through it and, and write and feel those feelings, I wouldn't have been able to let it go with peace. I would have just had a piece of paper that said I was divorced. It wouldn't have meant anything in my heart. But journaling through it really helped me come to terms with the truth, that there was nothing personal about the fact that we couldn't make it as a married man and woman. It was his journey and my journey, and they weren't going to work together, and that's okay. Wow. By the way, congratulations on that. (laughs) And, you know, you're... What I think is amazing is a lot of times in life, you know, we we have things that we go through that are uncomfortable and it doesn't matter if it's a death or a loss of a job or, or feelings of failure. You know, if we don't deal with those things, if we don't come to an understanding and, and find out what the lesson was in that journey, we seem to carry them with us. We seem to carry like this baggage and it adds to our story when we're talking to other people. And it literally, that story is that limiting factor and, and discovering who you are. Once you have a story, you're not really growing. You're trying to make everything fit into that story or, or contradict it. You're, that, that, that becomes your focal point or your rose-colored glasses, so to speak. And oh. I think it's amazing now that we're talking about this that – that because you utilize these tools, because you were in a place of self-discovery and, and you were dealing with other things in your life and understanding that they were teaching you, you were able to take those tools of discovery and all the other aspects of your life and live in your life, you were able to apply them and now you're not going to carry any baggage from that divorce, you're living in the present. You're not going to be dragging this along that the, that the past is dictating the future. That, that to me, and, and I, I say this to you all the time, but that's one of those look yourself in the mirror and thank yourself moments. That This is one of those like aha moments where you put to application the tools and these are the results. You're living in the present and you're discovering who you are in a positive manner. Mm-hmm. Congratulations. That's awesome that you did that. And you did that all through the application of the tools that you've been utilizing to discover yourself. That's incredible. Yeah. That's incredible. Yeah. I'm so happy for you. <laughs> that's that's Thank amazing. You. <laughs> I'm happy too. I'm grateful. You know, something else that you, um, that you had told me another tool, if you don't mind, um, was, was gratitude and being thankful, practicing gratitude. You know, we all know everybody gets into bad situations, right? Life is tough and it is really hard in those moments to be thankful. Right. Right. But practicing gratitude constantly completely changes your, your perspective and your attitude towards things. To be grateful in a tough situation means that you're going to grow. To make yeah. excuses in a hard situation and to self-pity 
means you might be stuck there a little bit longer to figure it out. Well, yeah, because you're not looking at it. You're not you're not do you're not utilizing any tools. You literally, when you go to a place of fear or desperation or anxiety or whatever one of those lower frequencies is, you know, and fear mm-hmm. describes all of those. And so when you go to those low places, you're literally pushing pause and deciding to have no awareness until you get to the point where you can't take it anymore. And then you, you bust out of it. You, you change that moment. Well, if you're in a place of gratitude, if you understand that these things that are happening to you are literally helping you discover who you are and going through those things in life, what do they do? They give you empathy for people who go through their own set of things. And when they're down, you're, you're the champion there. You're like, hey, by the way, I know that you're freaking out right now and you don't think you have any tools, but let me remind you of these tools or let me give you some of these tools. Let me help you out. So being in a place of gratitude means you're moving forward, that you're not fearful. Everything, you know, they say this too will pass. Everything. There's stages of things that we go through, but how we go through them matters. If you try to use your mind to go through things, then you're going to be left with a lot of lies and an internal struggle that's wasting energy part of your life. So you want to be able to have that gratitude of understanding that, listen, I may not know how this is all going to turn out. And if I could fix this problem in this very second, I would push that button, you know, because we don't want to be in that uncomfortable situation. But literally, that uncomfortable situation is an awareness time. Don't throw yes. it away. We become stronger through these challenges, and we become more self-aware, which gives us more gratitude for being at a, at a higher level of consciousness to understand ourselves and our connection with everything. That's such a gift. But we've been taught to wrestle with it and figure out with your mind – how many times have you heard the word or the phrase that blows my mind? That li- that phrase literally means that whatever it was cannot be explained by your brain. And it's funny because we're taught, we walk this walk as human beings and, and we're taught by the world around us that we need to be able to explain things and understand yeah. them. And the truth is spirit is so much bigger than that. And when you let go of this idea of having to explain and understand something, you are open to all the possibilities of good. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's, 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 it's quite a different world when you live in it from a place of discovery. You know, we, we, so many times we have children and we tell them, um, well, that's not real or don't, don't do this or this, that's just your imagination or you're this or you're that. You know, we, we take that very thing of discovering, we tell them that, no, this means this, and this means this, and do this the right way, and only do this the certain way. You know, it staggers me how we teach our children to be human and to use their brain to define everything and to see the differences between everything. And that's only 5%. The other 95% of everything is related. It's all matter. It's all energy. It's all connected. And we're literally teaching people that that's not 
the way they should be living their lives. And so they're left with this, I know there's something more feeling. Mm -hmm. And we've created that in our children. We've, we've literally created that. And as we're adults, you know, it doesn't matter if you're a child or an adult. When you hear the truth, you know it. You feel it. Mm -hmm. And 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 it, and it and sure, sometimes people, if they're an ego, they're, the, the person's delivery affects if they actually receive it or not. But if you're open at all, if you're just having a conversation and you start speaking the truth about things, it, it's known to people. And your children know it. They feel it. You know, it's mm -hmm. like it's so important to be walking on that path of spirit because there is no definition for everything. There, there, there are things that happen that you literally go, I know I was a part of that happening. It doesn't have to be a weird story on Time Life or some other cover of a magazine where no one can explain this one thing. And so um, it's, it's, it's amazing to me um, that when you have children, you start to see that opening. You know, you've seen that in your daughter. You've seen that opening of her and just the way she's not as stressed. Because in your state that you were in before, you were always like slaying the next dragon and the next dragon. It didn't matter if it was work or, you know, your divorce or whatever it was. You were always the person that was, you know, Joan of Arc going in and you were going to take care of it. And so that level of energy and your life affected her life. Yeah. And I'm, I'm sure you've seen that transition from her with the music and actually with your being and the relationship yeah. with the two of you. Absolutely. I mean, it, I see my growth reflected in her. She feels my energy and she comes and talks to me about things that are intimate to her the way she, in a way that she didn't used to. You know, of course, we all go to our mom and, and we want to tell her things when we have a problem, but... She wants to share from deeper places and have these deeper conversations with me because my energy opens her up to be able to do that, you know? Um, I know she goes to her dad's house. He's very, he's one of those very cut and dry kind of people. And I don't think that her spiritual development is as encouraged, you know? He's very much right. like make good grades and get up on time, you know? There's right. nothing wrong with. But to create a spiritual safe place for her, you know, it was not something I intended to do, right? I was looking to improve my life. But in doing right. so and changing my frequency and my energy, she had a, her spirit had a safe place to grow and open up. And it's something <sighs> that never would have crossed my mind before. That's so amazing. When we get back from this next break, we're going we're gonna to dive into that a little bit more um, because we're all connected. And it's important to, to realize that what you're going through matters to every person that touches your life. Mm -hmm. So when we get back, we'll discuss more of that. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. 
What makes you a success? Is it your business or career? Is it your family and social life? How do you achieve the next level in your success? Tune in to Infinite Success Radio with host Rachel O'Brien Eddy. Rachel and her amazing guests are here to encourage, inspire, and empower you to take control of your destiny and achieve the level of success you were born to reach. How do ordinary people become extraordinary? Find out with Infinite Success Radio, broadcasting live every Friday at 6 a.m. Pacific Time, 9 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. If you're ready for big changes in less than one month's time, you're ready to tune in for Radical Change Now with Dr. Mary Oz. It's where healing meets the law of attraction in an engaging package. You'll hear from guests and callers as they share their stories, offer solutions to life's challenges, and much more. With Dr. Mary's approach, even a child could effectively learn and apply the concepts discussed on each week's show. Listen live every Wednesday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time 10 a.m. Pacific on Voice America Empowerment. Don't you just wish sometimes that life could come with a do-over button? We'd probably use it a lot more than we think. What if there was one do-over button you could use each week? Make that place the Voice America Empowerment Channel for Code to Grace, the empowered women's guide to life with host Marilyn Mosier. Marilyn and her guests will help you find the key to break free from the chains of your life and start anew. Listen live every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time and 12 noon Pacific Time on Voice America Empowerment. Have you always known that something different was possible for your life and in the world? What if you could create beyond your current reality? If your relationships, finances, business, health, and life could be anything, what would they be? Join Heather Nichols for an invitation to discover what is true for you in every area of your life and for conversations loaded with pragmatic tools for how to create it. Listen live every Monday at noon Pacific and 9 p.m. Central European time for Creating Beyond Reality on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. You are listening to To Win Within. To reach Strom Thomason or his guest today, please call in to 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to stromsworld at yahoo.com. Now back to this week's show. Okay. Well, we were, we were kind of expanding on when you go through things and the connection that you have and, and how your kids are aware of it, how other people are aware of your energy. And, uh, Amber, I'd, I'd like to know, like you've gone through this journey of self-discovery and you continue doing it. It's a, it's a lifelong journey, but you've seen the effect that it's, that it's literally had on, uh, on your daughter and, and how that gives her kind of a frequency of, of safeness and security with your discovering your spirituality and how you guys are connected. Um, how, how does that make you feel and, and what have you discovered in that journey? Well, you know, I think in our society as parents, there's a lot of emphasis on giving your kids the tools they need for success. But what does it really mean? You know, I think we measure success in such a worldly way. You know, 
have, like I said, let's have her make those good grades. Let's have her get into a good college. Let's make sure that, you know, everything that she physically needs is taken care of. She's got her school clothes. She's got a new toy. She's got whatever it is that we can tangibly do to keep them happy and give them tools for success, right? Right. And it never really occurred to me much how to nurture her spirit. You know, take her to church. We'll do Bible devotionals sometimes. But what does that really mean to a child? My child uh, has always struggled with some developmental delays. She's ADHD. She works with a lot of specialists so that she can try to keep up, you know, and her dad and I put a lot into it. But to have my kid come to me and tell me, my, my 10-year-old, mind you, who's never really been a feelings kind of kid, you know, right. come to me and tell me that she feels insecure, she feels inadequate, and she's scared, and she doesn't feel like she's like the other kids. And to not just be broken about it, right? To, to be right. able to help her through that and help her see how she's special, you know, I can see the difference. I can see now that she doesn't mind going to her speech therapist. My child is completely confident in the fact that she was built just the way she was supposed to be built. And as a parent, kind of being on the other side of things, walking more in the spirit now, I can say that's the greatest tool for success you can give your kid. The ability to be open with their spirit, to be vulnerable to somebody, you know, for her to be vulnerable to me that way and, and tell me what her struggles are at 10 years old. And, and let me help her with them as much as I can. That's giving your kid tools <clears throat> for success. Yeah, to guide them, not not just in, oh, let's get you a good job or let's get you doing this or let's get, you know, some honor roll or something like that, which is those are all admirable things and they're great things. But, you know, knowing who you are is, is a – a lifelong journey in the sense that you continue to develop, but there has to be like a starting point of discovery. And, and through that acceptance, you have that freedom. And, and I 110% have witnessed this. And we're talking about you witnessing your energy, the parents, okay. The people that are, that are going through life and they have children. That's the greatest thing that you can pass on to them is you knowing who you are and knowing what you want and relating to your child on a spiritual level doesn't even require words. It doesn't require explanation. You can see someone change before your eyes by where you are, especially when it's your child. They, they know only what they feel from you. It doesn't matter what words you say. Kids know even when you're not telling the truth. You know, if you would have said to her, no, mommy and daddy are fine, your ch- your, your child inherently knows that's not true. That's right. what you're saying to them is not true. So when you are starting to live in the truth and you start, you know, taking care of yourself, doing the meditation, you know, writing a journal, listening to 432 music, you're literally nurturing your spirit you're staying in the present and your child connects with that. It allows them to be in a space where they can discover themselves, where they feel comfortable asking you questions and they feel comfortable expressing their, their thoughts. They're inquisitive. Their spirit is not worried about judgment. It's not worried about definition. 
It's inquisitive. It wants to know why, what's going on here? Why did this happen? Or why do you feel that way? What's wrong? Or what's, why are you so happy? They want to know. They want to relate. They want to connect. And when you're open and you have decided that you're going to be present, that's where everything happens is in the present. All the aha moments you're going to witness are going to be in that present. Mm-hmm. So you literally created a space where you've allowed her to know who she is and accept who she is and love who she is. I mean, how many times do we hear parents say, well, I just don't think they love themselves or they're being self-destructive or they're doing this thing. They're doing all these acting out things and they're crying out for relation. They're crying out because they're in a state of confusion and they don't feel that same base. If you don't know who you are or what you want, how are you going to tell your child how to discover that? You can't. No. Because they're feeding off of whatever your stresses are and whatever your thoughts are and, you know, whatever your fears are just by your presence. I mean, haven't you ever been in the room with somebody where you're like, dude, I don't know what that guy's problem is, but he's like pissed off or she's really mad. I don't know what her problem is, but like she's like, I feel like she's going to like shoot the store up (laughs) because you can just feel their negative energy. You know, they're frustrated. Mm -hmm. And, and you've also probably met people in your life where you shook their hand. You're like, that's that. I think I just met the nicest person I've ever met in my life. Like that person is so non-threatening. They're so sweet. I don't even know if I could sustain hanging out with them that long. I mean, it's like, they're like so patient and kind mm-hmm. and they seem just happy they, they like nothing really phases them those are two extremes but i mean if you don't know who you are you're not going to get to that place of the present and the non-stress and so that's a beautiful gift that you're giving yourself but it also especially with a child it's different i mean it, it affects your relationships of course you know um, if you're upset, the other person can feel that. And then when you tell them there's nothing wrong, they know different. So that's one aspect. But with your child, it's so important that you are in that calming place. And what blows me away is that without being aware of it, without being able to define it, I knew that it existed because when I was probably, I don't know, It was like early 20s. Everybody was starting to have kids. And Mm -hmm. I noticed that when everybody had, you know, pretty much everyone, when they had their first kid, was a little freaked out about it. You know, it was like, oh, my gosh, am I going to break this? Does this work? Does this happen? You know, what if if I do something wrong? (laughs) Yeah. You're like, what if I do something wrong? It it could cost somebody their life. It's not just an inconvenience for me and a penalty for me. Like, literally, it could affect this other living thing that I love so much and I don't understand why? Yeah. You know, I mean, it's like I'm connected to this. And so there's there's panic in there. And what I noticed was is that other people were having children, but I was not having children. But I was aware enough subconsciously. I don't know how I knew this. I just was aware that when the parents would panic, the child would cry. Mm-hmm. And i would never even seen the child. And I was like, dude, let me hold it. And they're like, what? You don't have any kids? I'm like, just let me hold the baby. And they're like, dude, if you want to hold it, go ahead, because I can't take the screaming. And they would just hand me their baby. 
And they'd walk out of the room. Just give me five minutes. I'm going to go outside. You know, I'm going to have a cigarette or I'm going to do something. Just give me five minutes away from this child. And it didn't matter if it was the mom or the dad. The moms were more compassionate, but they were more wanting to cry, you know, because they were just frustrated. And I would pick up this child and I would just think, oh, my gosh, you're so cute. You're so pure. You're so whatever. And I would just think good thoughts and want to play and be happy. And the baby would stop crying. I mean, instantly after the parent left the room. And I was thinking, why, why isn't he crying? You know, why isn't she crying? What was like, what is it? Am I just like this? Am I just a giant baby or something? And what I discovered, and I remember having this aha moment where I was like, oh my gosh, that's what it is. When a, when, when a baby is born, it only relates to you through your energy. It, that's, that's all it can relate to. And so if you're upset or you're freaking out, it takes on that and it starts to go, well, if you're freaked out, I've never even, I haven't even been here that long. I guess this is a moment I should be freaked out. And so they just take on that energy and that never goes away ever. Every person that you spend your life with, you know, I know this may sound weird coming from somebody who talks about spirituality and connection, but there are some people in your life that are energy vampires. They are literally in a negative place and they do negative things to themselves and they are destructive to the people that are in their lives. And I say, when I encounter somebody in a session, remove that person from your life. Remove that person from your life. So, and something else you've told me before, because I know I was struggling with uh, one of my sisters who was just being jealous. She was dealing with some of her own struggles internally, and she she was acting as an energy vampire for me. And I remember talking to you about this, and I was like, man, I don't, I don't know what to do. I don't want to just cut her out. She's family. And you told me, send her love from a distance, and when she's ready, she'll come to you. But you don't have to keep her around. You can love her from afar. And I right. thought that was so impactful. Well, you're, and, and also you're, um, if she's in the proverbial dark place, well then by sending her that love, by sending her that compassion, by not judging her, by wanting her to have this self-discovery, by literally doing that, you're shedding light on her, on her having an aha moment that she'll see. Not one little passerby because she's so wound up and being self-destructive that she's going to be able to see it. And you do that by loving her from afar, not becoming part of her destruction. Right. So you can remove these people from your life without just forgetting all about them. You know, I mean, because energy vampires could be your mother. They could be your kids. They could be your boss. You know. they can. (laughs) Yes, they can. Right. We don't always have a choice, you know, but to, to send that positivity and that love from a distance, protecting yourself and helping them transition to something better without them taking from you is, I think that's a beautiful solution. Yes. Um, well, we're coming to the end of the show and I have so enjoyed this experience. This has definitely been a new experience for me and I really enjoyed it. I'm so glad to have shared it with you. And I'm so glad that you have shared with any and all that listen to this, 
you know, what your journey, just a part of it, a glimpse into it to help them relate and help other people to kind of maybe start their journey, kind of move them along in there. So I, I want to tell you, thank you. And, um, you'll be coming on again. (laughs) It's been great. I really enjoyed being a part of the show today. And, and for anyone who's listening, you know, from, I just think that you are, you have such a gift and I look forward to the impact you're going to make in so many lives. Me too. (laughs) (laughs) All right. That's it. We're closing. Thank you so much for joining us. And uh, I will see all of you guys next week. Thank you for joining us for To Win Within. Be sure to join Strom Thomason for another edition next Thursday afternoon at 1 p.m. Pacific Time and 4 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Until our next show, have an even better week.